Well, welcome to On The Way. I'm Pastor Kevin, and I'm here with Pastor Jeff. And however, and wherever you may be listening today, we're so glad you are tuned in. Pastor Jeff, we're in the middle of November. Thanksgiving oh, is right it? around the corner. Does it feel like it was just it was just summer? It does. And all of a sudden, poof, it's almost Christmas. Yeah. Have you done your Christmas shopping yet? I, I've done a little bit of Christmas shopping, yeah. but uh, I haven't finished. Now, I know I know. Uh, there's the old debate, you know, that right. comes up this time of year, mm-hmm. and we're, we're not quite to Thanksgiving yet, right. but it seems like Christmas gets earlier and earlier and earlier, like, like the beginning of October, we start telling people "Happy Hallow Thanksmas" because <laughs> it like okay. they're 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 putting Christmas decorations up at Walmart already. Oh, are it was you in September? I know. Are yeah. you a? Uh, I know you decorate your house. I normally wait. Uh, to be honest with you, it's weather dependent. Okay. okay. Whether uh, sometimes the middle of November, I begin the process. Do you light um, them or at that moment, or do I you do wait until after I Thanksgiving? I wait until Thanksgiving okay. to actually right. turn on the lights. So on you the exterior. do have some scruples. Then. I do. You, I you wait, wait until, until Thanksgiving I, <laughs> is completed. Uh, and good. some days, the day after Thanksgiving, I'm putting up the lights. Yeah. Sometimes if it's a nice weather day, I'll get them up earlier. Now, my but, son is an adamant. He will not let us, if, if we start playing Christmas music or right. anything before Thanksgiving, he will walk over and turn it off. Right. He says that his marker is the dog show on Thanksgiving Day. After the dog show, then okay. you can start playing the Christmas music. Wow. And so... Well, you know, a lot of those things, though, bring people satisfaction. Oh, I love you know, Christmas, Christmas music. lights bring satisfaction. Yeah. The dog show. By the way, there's not a cat show. I, you know, I've never I mean, seen that. And if they, there one, it's what, not what, on well, TV. How entertaining would that be? Right. Just a yeah. bunch of cats sitting around so, acting like they don't care. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. But what we're talking about today is something you wouldn't think about could bring satisfaction. We're finishing our series today, Searching for Satisfaction. If you haven't listened to the past few podcasts, or if you're listening live on the radio, you can find this on a podcast, your favorite podcasting app. We would encourage you to go back and look at the previous several weeks where we've we've discussed this. Nine or ten of these. Yeah. And we and our theme has been that satisfaction is not found in mm-hmm. having the right circumstances, right. but in having the right attitude. We've taken yeah, it out yeah. of Jesus's most famous sermon, the Sermon on the Mount, the first right. part called the Beatitudes, the attitudes that ought to be. But he ends it with something that we don't think normally when we think of yeah. satisfaction. Yeah, you don't. This 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 concept is something that everyone experiences, mm-hmm. but we don't think of this as a a pathway to satisfaction, and that's persecution. Yeah, he you says know? something kind of <laughs> shocking. You right. know, blessed are those who are persecuted, mm. and we think just the opposite. We yeah. think, man, if I'm persecuted, God must be mad at me. Right, I right. must have done something to make God angry. I must be out of God's will. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes even in church, you can hear pastors wrongly teach, you know, that, you know, if, if you're really in the center of the will of God, if you're honoring God, everything's going to be perfect in your life. You're going to uh, be blessed and successful and wealthy. You know, the and, one I don't like is the, you know, just accept Jesus and all your problems will be taken care of. And, I, right. and the Bible just teaches just the cringe. opposite. It does. Right. Exactly the opposite of that. And in fact, 2 Timothy 3 says, if you want to live a godly life in Christ, everybody who does that will be persecuted. Yeah, you, not might be, it's but a guarantee. you will be. <laughs> and so how can persecution 
bring satisfaction. Well, the verse says, blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness. Mm. And I think that's a key we right. need to dive into. Yeah. <laughs> for, <laughs> for the kingdom of heaven is there. So yes. how does, well, first of all, we got to just accept the reality of persecution. You touched on it, but just real yeah. quick. I mean, persecution is inevitable, right? I mean, right, it, it, right. it's going to happen. And we should probably quantify that. What does that? What does persecution mean? You mm-hmm. know, I mean, we we in our Western ideas and mm-hmm. our first world problems right, here. My iPhone's not you know, working. I'm, uh, being I'm being persecuted. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have any cell phone service. Persecution, persecution. <laughs> right. But no, there are places in this world where. Uh, I think of China, for example. Mm-hmm. You're not qualified to be a pastor. Part of the pastoral qualifications is you've spent at least three years in prison, prison. for Jesus. Yeah. Uh, and and you know there's there are places in this world where the church has to meet underground because for fear of their lives. Right. And this is the kind of persecution that we're talking about. But we will all experience some form of persecution, whether it's a, a bias against Christianity or we know that society now is is anti-Christian. So, um, you know, it is inevitable we will all experience that at some point or another in our life. Yeah, so it's inevitable. We have the reality of persecution, but why? Why do I have? Why does? Why does the average person? Why do we experience persecution? What are some reasons for it? And I think there are really <laughs> two reasons for it: the the life we live and the Lord we love. Mm. You know, the life we live. I I'm persecuted. The verse you just read: everybody who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. Yeah, Jesus touched on it on the verse, and I think it's the key to this verse. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness. Those three words, I believe, are the key to the verse. Yeah, elsewhere in Scripture, it tells us, you know, what good is it if you if you are suffer persecution because you've done wrong? (laughs) You know, yeah, we we ought to live differently. (laughs) Yeah, and actually, we need to dive into that. There is a a difference between persecution and punishment. Right. Sometimes, you know, we're punished by God, or we're punished by good people when we do evil, mm-hmm. <laughs> but we're persecuted by evil people when we do good. Right. Let, let me say exactly. that again. We are punished by good people when we do evil, but we are persecuted by evil people when we do good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that is clear. We need to clearly make that distinction in mm-hmm. our minds because not everything that we experience in our life is persecution. Because it of could just be right. It could just be you did something wrong. Yeah, <laughs> and the blue lights turned on behind you. Right. You know that's not persecution because you're late for church. That's punishment because you're speeding down the road. Exactly. <laughs> you know. Exactly. So if I want to be blessed, that's what. If I want to find satisfaction, I've got to understand that persecution can bring satisfaction. Mm. Blessed are those who are persecuted, Jesus says, because of righteousness, because of the Lord we love. When you do the right thing at school, when you do the right thing at work, when you stand up for Christ in the midst of a wicked, unregenerate culture, and you are persecuted, genuinely persecuted by evil people for doing good, Jesus is saying, you're blessed. Mm. It will bring a deep, lasting satisfaction in your life. And, and here's something that that's interesting. There, there's paradoxes in Scripture. Mm. You know, um, 
First Peter chapter four verse twelve, he says, "Don't be surprised when the fiery ordeal, when the persecution comes to test you, like something were happening different to you. Yeah. It's, it's like not something unusual. strange was happening." Right. He says, "Instead, rejoice as you share in the sufferings of Christ." And this is something that you know you've probably never thought that persecution could be a pathway to to peace, but what you may not have also thought is that persecution and joy go together. Mm. They, they often are found side by side. Joy is like a thermostat, you know, and persecution is like a thermometer. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. The joy kind of changes, the thermostat changes the temperature of the room, and the thermometer just measures the temperature of mm. the room. If you have joy in your life, it's going to change how you see your circumstances. It's that right attitude that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. And the persecution, the thermometer is, is the persecution is going to just, it's to circumstances. It's just going to tell us whether we're living a godly life or not sometimes. And obviously there's undoubtedly probably someone listening or watching today mm -hmm. and you're really going through it you're being persecuted yeah what what are the results how, how can i overcome it how, how, what is my response that's what we want to dive into mm -hmm. right back right when we get right back after this break have you been enjoying on the way with pastor kevin and pastor jeff if so then feel free to check us out wherever you listen to your podcast for more episodes for any more information, please check out our website at www.fincastlebaptist.org slash OTW, or you can send us an email at OTW at fincastlebaptist.org. That's OTW at fincastlebaptist.org. Now back to On the Way with Pastor Kevin and Pastor Jeff. Welcome back to On the Way. I'm Pastor Jeff here with Pastor Kevin, and we are wrapping up our series of finding satisfaction, searching for satisfaction. And we're talking today about something that you might not have considered could bring satisfaction, and that is persecution. Yeah. Yeah. We talked this, uh, in the first segment about the reality of persecution, how, how we're all going to experience it, especially if we want to live a godly life and the reasons for persecution, why we get persecuted. But, you know, I think we need to talk about what does it look like when we're persecuted? And, and I think we're coming out of Matthew chapter 5, uh, and this uh, in the Beatitudes where Jesus is telling us this is how, as you said uh, earlier, I think this is the attitudes that ought to be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's great. Uh, but in verse 10, he says, Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness. That's key. For the kingdom of heaven is theirs. And then he lists some ways that we're persecuted. Yeah, what, what does persecution look like? When we're right. persecuted for the Lord, what does that actually look like? Mm -hmm. Like like we said last segment, sometimes when we think things are persecution, it's just we did something wrong. You're yeah, not right. being persecuted, as you said, when the blue lights are behind you, Bill, and you're, as yeah. you're speeding on the way to church. No, right. that's not persecution. <laughs> that's You just were speeding, right? Right, exactly. Uh, so what does it? Well, he tells us in the very next verse, you are blessed when they insult you and persecute you and falsely say every kind of evil against you because of me. Mm. And then he says something shocking in verse 12. Yeah. Rejoice, be glad, yeah. because your reward is great in heaven. And there it is again, persecution and joy. They go together. Right. right. You rejoice and be glad when, I, when, when people are insulting me, when <laughs> yeah. they're persecuting me. Well, 
Well, what how there's three ways that people the persecutions and the first is they will personally mm. insult you. If yeah. you are a believer, sometimes you will be the butt of jokes. Oh, yeah. People will laugh you, people will mock you. Um, you know, if you don't believe it, just try to be a business person yeah. and say, I'm not gonna do that because I'm trying to please the Lord right. and watch the reaction. Okay. Uh, just be a high school student today and say, I'm a Christian and I'm saving myself for marriage. Oh yeah. And watch yeah. the reaction. Exactly. You know, exactly. be be a be a college student and you know, try to live for Jesus. They will uh dishonor you, they will mm. try to discredit you. Uh, you know, <laughs> it, it is difficult. And and what he's saying here is he tells us way back in Matthew chapter 5 that you are blessed when they insult you. Mm. You will be personally insulted because of me, Jesus says, if you stand up. Yeah, but not only that, he doesn't just stop there. He says they're they're actually going to physically intimidate you mm. as well. You know, and we see that all the time. And just in the examples that you mentioned, try to be a high school student. And, and say, I'm saving myself for marriage, and see what happens. Right. I, I've known several students in our youth group at the Highlands campus who have said, they've opened up and said, you know, it's like we're, we're fresh meat. Right. They just, they're going after us just because we said this. And that word says, uh, you are blessed when they insult you and persecute you, and that word actually means to do you harm. Mm. You, you know, mm. and again, as you touched on last time, Pastor Jeff, we don't see that as much here in the United States right. as in other countries where Christians are sold into slavery, Christian girls are forced into prostitution. Right. You know, uh, think of places like Pakistan and Sudan, and where, where there's these wicked things going on. Yeah. yeah, you know, hundreds of Christians die every day for the simple reason they are Christians and will not renounce their faith. Mm. Blessed, you are blessed when they insult you and persecute you. So what what's going to happen? They What is going to happen? Well, they're going to personally insult you. They will physically try to intimidate you. Right. But there's a third thing we see right in this passage too. Yeah, yeah. He says when they say all... All uh, uh, when they falsely say every kind of evil against you because of me, they're going to lie about you. Mm. And you know, as you were mentioning that, and you were talking about the the underground church and the mm. persecuted church, uh, if you're if you're a reader and you're interested in reading a book, I would suggest that you read the Insanity of God. What a great book by Nick Ripkin. It is a fantastic book. Nick uh, goes in search of how these people in this underground church can have joy and persecution at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it is it is unbelievable. Uh, it's inspiring, and just you should pick it up and read it. But Jesus says that they're going to lie about you. They're going mm-hmm. to say false things about you. And I think he's talking here mostly about religious people. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Right. He, he's not talking about the world. He's talking about the, the religious leaders are going to be talking lies. They're going to be speaking lies about you. Because that's, that's exactly what happened to Jesus in his time. Yeah. It was the religious people that persecuted him, mm-hmm. you know, the, that were really against him, that were lying about him, yeah. and just didn't understand his message. But 
A lot of people today, though, Pastor Jeff, understand what that's like. Yeah. A lot of people maybe uh, are trying to live for Jesus, and maybe they're one of the few people or the only one in their family that's mm-hmm. a believer. And we're, yeah. we are facing the holidays, and there are, there's a part of them that dreads going around their family members yeah. because they know the ridicule that they're going to receive. Like we just had uh, Tim Lee speak mm-hmm. with us, and he he brought an example of sitting on an airport beside in the airplane beside Madeline Murray O'Hare's son, who had come to faith in Jesus, and and he was talking about how she treated his family and him as if they were dead. Right, and that happens all the time. We see families that just abandon this this person who's turned to faith in Jesus. And they're they lie about them, and they're treating them as if they were dead. Yeah, and so when we think of persecution, and and when we think it, it it's real, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's some reasons for it, and we are told right here in the Bible not to be surprised about it. When you are personally insulted, I like how Jesus says it because of me. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, when you are persecuted because of me. When people lie about you because of your stand for me, do not be surprised. Do not act like something strange is happening. I've warned you, but in the midst of it, you can still be happy. You can be blessed. You are blessed when this happens. Persecution can bring satisfaction. Remember, satisfaction is not found in having the right circumstances, but in having the right attitude. Mm -hmm. And the persecution should affect our attitude and should help us understand the attitudes that ought to be. You are blessed when this happens. And I like how he says when, not if. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's a guarantee. It's going to happen. And I think there's very few things that we have in life that are guaranteed, right? Taxes and death. That's about it. <laughs> Taxes, death, change, and persecution. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But I think the, the cool thing about this is that, as we know in Matthew 28, uh, Jesus doesn't leave us alone. Mm. He hasn't said, okay, you're going to be persecuted. Good luck with that. Hope I hope you do well. You know, here's some tools. No, he says, I'm going to be with you. And maybe that... After the break, we need to talk about how do we respond. Yeah. How do I respond when I am persecuted? Mm -hmm. We'll be right back after this short break. You've been listening to On the Way with Pastor Kevin and Pastor Jeff. We'd love to invite you to Fincastle Baptist Highlands Campus. We are excited for you to join our church family. With programs and events for men, women, kids, youth, and the general church, you are sure to find a place to belong and feel connected to our community. On Sundays at 9.30 a.m., we have connect groups where you can study the Bible and share life experiences. Then at 10.45 a.m., join us for our in-person service with live worship and a message from one of our pastors. If you have kids, we've got you covered. Your children can join us for a biblical time of lessons. Kids Church happens at the same time as our main services, so both you and your child can hear the Word of God. Our youth don't get left out on Sundays either. On Sunday evenings at 6 p.m., Fincastle Students Ignite happens. This is a great time of fellowship, games, and study in God's Word. There are a lot more events happening at Fincastle Baptist, and for more information, visit us at www.fincastlebaptist.org highlands. Now, back to On the Way with Pastor Kevin and Pastor Jeff. 
Welcome back to On The Way. I'm Pastor Kevin. I'm here with Pastor Jeff, and we're wrapping up our discussion today on persecution and how persecution can actually bring satisfaction. And if you've been enjoying this podcast, we're grateful that you've listened this far. It would mean the world to us if you would rate, review, and share this podcast. It just helps us get the word out and helps us expand the content to a wider audience. And we try to label these so that you can, if you have someone else that you know of that, you know, hey, my friend's going through this, maybe you could share with them the podcast. Say, hey, Pastor Kevin, Pastor Jeff, talk talked about that in this podcast. Share it with them. And if you're listening on the radio, this airs live on the radio on Sunday mornings. Uh, You can find all the past on the ways on your favorite podcasting app or uh, you can on YouTube. Uh, And those of you that are watching us on YouTube, we're sorry you're watching (laughs) us. (laughs) But I would suggest you go to the podcast. You don't have to look at us. (laughs) You don't have to look at us. We're glad you're tuned in as well. Well, Pastor Jeff, how do I respond? Jesus tells us we're blessed when I'm persecuted. And then he says, I am to be glad Mm -hmm. and rejoice. What? How in the world can I be glad and rejoice when I am persecuted? How how in the world can I be glad and rejoice when people lie about me, they physically intimidate me, and when they personally (laughs) insult me? When people personally insult me and lie about me, intimidate me, my first thought often is not, well... I'm I'm happy about that, and I'm rejoicing about that. <laughs> right. But Jesus said that should be my first thought. Right. So how can yeah. it be? What, well, what, I think, what do I got to do? I think we've got to start from a place of identity. Mm. We've got to start from a place of identity because we are not living this life, this Christian life. We're not living for their approval. Mm. We're not living for God's approval because we already have God's approval. Yes. And we don't have to do this. So I think it's important for us to, first of all, we've got to remember whose we are. You know, I had a, a, a college, the president of my college, right before we would go on breaks, he would come and he would deliver a message to all of us right, right before every single break. And he always ended it the same way. He was like, as you go out to your home, to your family, to wherever you're going, remember whose you are. Mm. And that stuck with me. Because I'm not only representing myself, I'm not only representing my family, but I'm carrying with me the name of Jesus Christ because Jesus says that I am his workmanship. And so I've got to remember whose I am. I'm actually a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. Verse Mm -hmm. 10 says, Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. Mm. We've got to remember that you are a son or a daughter of the God, you mm. are one of the king's kids. There you you are royalty. You are, <laughs> he, 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 you have a kingdom. So he's saying, act like it. <laughs> right. Act like, right. remember whose you are. You are a child of God. You are a saint. You are a super conqueror. You are the temple of God. God dwells in you. You're not perfect. This is not heaven. But you are still work in progress. Mm. But when when you are insulted, when you are lied about, yeah. you don't say, "Well, I'm going to get even." You you don't seek right. down to their level, right? right? Exactly. No, we we leave our positions. We we leave our castle when we act like that, and we get down yeah. into the pig pen of mediocrity like everybody else. No, yeah, exactly. don't forget your identity. 
Right. Because who I am depends upon whose I am. <laughs> and what happens in us is more important than what's happening to us. Right. And so if you question your identity, you will be defeated by the enemy. Exactly. So you've got to understand mm. and remember whose you are when you're going through it, when you're having a hard time. Yeah. Uh, I know I got a little preachy got, right there, got Pastor up, Jeff. You got up on that box there for a minute. That was good stuff. <laughs> but but like, that, hey, is, <laughs> that is what it's so much of us. When that happens, that's what Jesus is saying uh. here. That's how you can be satisfied when yeah. you remember this world's not your home. Mm. And then not only do I need to remember, he says something that just blows me away. <laughs> Rejoice. Yeah. yeah. What? And Peter said the same thing in, in his book. And I think there's a story in Acts 5 where the apostles are brought in and mm-hmm. they're Beaten. It says they yeah. had, and they had them flogged. <laughs> yeah. Now that's not like they spanked them on the wrist. Right, right. They right. whooped these guys. I mean, they mm. were bleeding and and hurting. And it says the apostles left, rejoicing. Hang on a second. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'll just be honest with you. When I'm going through a persecution or I feel like I'm being persecuted, my very last thought is I need to rejoice over this. Yeah, but I think we can when I think mm-hmm. about. That if I'm persecuted, as we said, because of righteousness, that's the key, Right. that I'm persecuted because of righteousness, it really proves my faith is real. That's true. It really shows that God lives inside of me. His spirit's right. inside it, it. And it is only temporary. Oh, I am a citizen of heaven. I'm passing through. So I can actually rejoice. Look, we are. Jesus never commands us to do something we, that's impossible. Yeah, and we're commanded to be glad and rejoice. Right, and Paul says, "I count, I count, I counted an honor that God mm. counted me worthy to suffer for Him." And I think you know, it kind of means that our, it shows that our faith is real. That that God's Spirit has a chance to be seen in our life, and and that God can trust us. Yeah, because He's allowing this persecution. So we've got to remember whose we are. We've got to rejoice over that persecution. What's the What's the third one? I think it's how we react is key. And, and we've got to react with love. Mm. I've got to remember the source that it comes from Satan, that our battle is not against flesh and blood. In other words, it's not against the person I disagree with. It's not against the coworker that's giving me a right. hard time or the classmate that's really up up in my grill. Okay. It, <laughs> it's not that, right? I haven't I, heard that in a while. <laughs> I, I've got to remember the source that the enemy is Satan. And then I've got to ultimately just refuse to get on their Level. Refuse to yeah. retaliate. Do not pay back evil with evil. Never right. take revenge, Romans 12. Leave revenge in God's hands. I, if I mm. if I do that, I respond that way, I can understand that responding that way will bring satisfaction, which is what we're talking about. So I, right. I, I, I remember whose I am. I rejoice over it. I react the right way. What's another way I can respond to persecution? I think we've got to remember the end result. We've got mm. to remember the reward that's coming. You know, uh, Romans eight verse seventeen says, "And and if we're children, when we're suffered, indeed, if we suffer with him, we do that so that we may also be glorified with wow. him." So it's not just persecution and suffering here on this earth for suffering's sake. There's an end result, and the result is there's a reward coming. Yeah, verse twelve. Be glad and rejoice because your reward is great in 
heaven. Right. The yeah. reward is <laughs> is heaven. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I, when when I understand that, and, and then and then lastly, I've got to just remain faithful. Yeah. I, I I've mm-hmm. just and and he reminds me of the last part of verse twelve. For that is how they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Yeah. That they are just like the prophets. Remember, this is nothing new. Hebrews chapter 11, Moses was persecuted right. because he was looking forward to his reward. Mm-hmm. Philippians chapter 3, forgetting what's behind, straining toward what's ahead. I press on. But remember, make sure the persecution is because of righteousness. Yeah. Make sure the persecution is because of Jesus. And then continue to do good. And if you mm-hmm. do that, it will bring satisfaction. Yeah, and so, you know, 1 Peter 4 says, So then, as we wrap up, you know, those who suffer according to God's will should commit themselves to their faithful creator and continue to do good. You know, Thessalonians says to comfort one another, mm. to to continue to do good, do not grow weary in doing good. And so keep pressing on. There's a song that says, Tie your shoes, my dear friend, and press on. Mm. And I want to encourage you with that today. If you're searching for satisfaction in your life and persecution is coming to your life, keep going. Don't quit. If we can help you, reach out to us. The email will be at the end of this broadcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to On the Way with Pastor Kevin and Pastor Jeff. Do you have a question for the pastors? Feel free to email us at otw at fincastlebaptist.org. To listen to more On the Way, visit fincastlebaptist.org slash on the way. Or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for joining us while you are on the way.